You're listening to Unshakable Minds. We're your hosts, Shelly DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. We believe that your personal growth is the key to unlocking greater results, fulfillment, and impact in your business. Because you can achieve any goal with an unshakable mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Unshakable Minds. It's Shelly here. And this week, Kelsey and I have a cool question to dive into around, is it time to media detox? And what that even, why, why would you want to do that? And how do you know if it's time? So this came up because we've been having a conversation around feeling like the world is going through a lot right now. And we're going through a lot right now, individually and collectively. And there's a lot going on. And when there's a lot going on, we feel a lot around it. So for empathic or any sensitive people, we are automatically more tuned into emotions. We feel a lot of things. And when we experience different things, we can drastically feel it in our emotions. But the same thing is true when the world is going through a lot. So the collective feelings apply as well. And recently, I've been feeling a lot of the collective pain, collective wounds, collective fear, and it's been wreaking havoc on my emotions. So because of this, it became very clear to me that I needed to unplug. I needed to turn off the amount of information that I was consuming, the amount of fear that I was consuming, the amount of um, media that I was consuming because it was creating havoc and chaos in my body, in my emotions, in my mind, and in my life. And hi, everyone. (laughs) That was a big intro. (laughs) Kelsey's here too, but (laughs) Shelly had a really big intro. And here's kind of like the fascinating like duality because sometimes Shelly and I have like a like a polarity and then sometimes we're like exactly the same I have never done a media detox um I also don't have CP24 or like a news station constantly running in fact we don't have cable and I don't tip I maybe look at Google News. I open up the app on Google News like a couple times a week. But I still feel relatively informed because I will go and do my individual research when the, when I know that there's something that, you know, um, I need to do my like due diligence as a member of society and kind of have an idea what's going on because I don't believe in sticking your head in the sand. No. And but I've never, and Shelly, it's really interesting when you're talking about the collective weight of the world. Mm-hmm. And I know you said, you know, we don't need to like go into what all of that means, but for our listeners, can we talk a little bit about it? Because I know that they'll be like, what do you mean the collective weight? Like how much we all weigh? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. You can kind of think of it as, you know, the expression carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah. That's what I mean by the collective weight. So when we think about the patterns and the cycles that our world goes through, it feels to me right now, like we're in a big cycle of 
pain, of negativity, of fear. There, there is no shortage of stuff going on in the world that is pulling people down and that really doesn't feel good, right? And the more that we tune into media, the more that we see and feel these things. I described it to Nick last night because he is a very logical, analytical, left-brained person whose emotions are very, very steady, right? And I am... That's fascinating. Sorry, I want to interrupt there because um, Nick and I have almost like identical... I mean, it's still very different in the depths of it, but Nick and I have very similar human design charts, including both of us being emotional authorities. Yeah. Which then that makes you think, oh, but that must mean we're more emotional because you've heard people, this is taking a human design route and we didn't really mean it to, but the light bulb just went on for me. Mm-hmm. So yes, some emotional authorities may feel more emotional, but it also means emotional authorities have a very set way that they deal with emotions. Right. They have a set pattern on how they deal with it. Mm -hmm. And also because their emotional center is defined, they don't take on a lot of emotions from other people. Right. Yeah. So the emotional authorities, the Knicks and the Kelseys don't necessarily feel the collective weight. Right. As much as me. (laughs) Right. Because you're open emotional center. Right. And so that means you're feeling all of those things. Cause I, I, I feel sad for things in the world and there's stuff that makes me want to cry and it breaks my heart. Um, I don't carry it with me throughout my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a huge distinct distinction because a lot of the time until we know these things, we just sort of go around operating the way we operate and assuming that it's true for other people too, but we're designed differently. And so, and and for those of you who have no idea who we're talking about, Nick is my husband and him and Kelsey are, are very similar in terms of their wiring. So it's fascinating to me. He is looking at me like, okay, like what's going on from a very like compassionate, wanting to help place but also from a place of like, I don't understand because I don't operate this way. I don't get it. And so um, I explained it to him last night as it feels like my heart is feeling all of the pain that's going on in the world right now. And that is a lot, right? Like that is a lot to hold. It's a lot to carry. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to work through. And so I, when I talk about feeling the collective weight, that's what I mean. It's like, you, you know, about all this stuff going on, you know, because it's all around us and it's in the news, it's in the media. We're all living it every day, you know, about it all, but then it goes to the next step of like caring about it all. And then it goes to the Mm. next piece of feeling the emotions yourself that the world is feeling about it. 
Mm-hmm. So some people are feeling a lot of fear. Some people are feeling anger. Some people are feeling resentment. Some people are feeling guilt. And it's like, I feel all of that. Not because it's mine. It's not mine. But I feel right. it because the world is feeling it. Yeah. And so one of the so things. How did was- you know mm-hmm. that? How did you make the connections? How did you realize that it was time for a media detox? And what does that mean? Besides that you're not looking at my brand new TikToks. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll check them out someday when my detox is over. Promise. Um, okay, so right now I'm in a 365 days live challenge. So I challenge right. myself to do 365 days live. That commitment is hugely important to me. I'm still doing my daily videos. It means I open up Facebook, I press live, I do my video, I put in the, the post that goes with it and I close the app. Right. So I'm honoring my commitments, but what I'm not doing is consuming right from media. So I'm not scrolling. Mm-hmm. I'm not scrolling Facebook. I'm not scrolling Instagram. I'm not scrolling Twitter, LinkedIn. Like I am turning it all off. Um, it means that in terms of any sort of media or news. I'm not consuming any information that is not very intentional for me to know. There are still going to be questions that I need to know the answers to, right? So this is kids are starting school in a couple of weeks. Like there's things that you need to know. Yeah. BC just reinstated our mask mandate. So I need to know where do I need to wear a mask and where don't I? Kids are about to go back to school. I need to know what the policies are. All of that stuff is still important. And like you said, this is not about sticking your head in the sand and pretending that the events of the world aren't real, right? This is about being very, very intentional with what I consume because I know it affects how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like this is a healing process. I'm in a healing Mm -hmm. process so that I get myself back to calm, neutral, peaceful place. And I can't consume all of that and, and get myself back to this peaceful place at the same time. It doesn't work for me. Right. Right. Um, so the, the reason I knew I needed a detox was because I found myself consuming posts, consuming videos, consuming information, and then my energy dropping my emotions becoming more chaotic. I just felt awful. I was emotional. I was in tears. I was like, and I would look around and go, is this mine to hold? And it was a very clear no. Like, these are not my emotions. I am feeling the world's emotions with an, like with an open emotional center and empathic as empathic people. We do this, whether we know it or not, we are feeling the world's emotions. We're feeling mm-hmm. our family's emotions. We're feeling our friends' emotions. We're feeling our clients' emotions. We're feeling society's collective emotions. Because everything is energy. Yes. And it's not right. just energy within the room, right? Like energy. The whole universe no is energy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It knows no bounds. It's not just, okay, well, if it's within three feet of you, you're going to feel it. No, it's, it travels, it permeates time and space. Yeah. So I, I knew for me, I need to stop doing this. This is not good for me. 
And then it got validated last night when I was explaining to Nick the whole, like, my heart feels like it's, it's like my heart is feeling the, all of the pain of the world right now. And he said to me, I think you need to turn off all media for a while. And I was like, oh, what an idea. Look at you, logical Nick. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. He has a way of, of just knowing like what you need, when you need it. Um, logically speaking. Right. Yeah. And I already knew that's what I needed to do, but him mirroring that back to me was validation of like, get serious about this. How have you found it? So it's new. It's uh, today's day one. Yeah. But do you find like that you're addicted? Oh, totally. Totally. Because I did my, my Facebook live video today already. And I, find myself like I'm in the app and then it's just habit to scroll. And so I find myself doing it and it's like, no, close the app, like fully close it. I find myself like you see notifications on the screen and you tap the the app to go in and look. So the habit is definitely there, but the intention has to be strong. How do you feel that you do with willpower in general? That's such an interesting question because I find for me, it really depends on what it is and my motivation behind it. So when I am getting positive reinforcements of seeing the results of the willpower I'm putting in, I find it easier to stay committed. Yeah. So um, for example, I am on a, a following a certain style of eating right now to normalize blood sugar. And there was a while where I was like, this is frustrating me. I feel restricted. This is not freedom. This is, you know, controlling Mm. and I don't want to do this. And I'm not seeing a lot of result. but I worked through all of that chatter and that emotion. And I kept myself going on it and the results started coming in faster than they were before. And now that that's happening, I'm like, ah, I got this. Mm, Right. I can do this because I, I, included freedom and choice into how I use this, the meal plans and the, the, you know, strategies that I'm following and that positive reinforcement of like, Ooh, look at these results. It's working. Makes it so much easier to keep going. So I need the same for my media detox. You need to know like, what is the evidence that something is working? And that for me is going to be like, Am I focused more on myself instead of things in the world that I can't control? Yeah. And you'll be able to measure those chaotic feelings. Like you're going to know when you feel better, all of those things. And I know people have said, well, I don't know. People have said, I, you know, when we're talking about smart goals and you want it to be measure measurable, you and I were both trained with it shouldn't be based in feelings because you can't really measure feelings. What you define as happy and what I define as happy mm-hmm. could be two totally different things. However, mm-hmm. for you yourself, making something measurable for yourself, yeah. you can measure your feelings. Yeah. And this is, it's the feelings that got me into this in the first place. And right. also like a big reason that we don't set goals based in feelings is because without a strong emotional intelligence, you won't know if you're there and your feelings are fluctuating. 
So you can't say like, I'm setting a business goal for myself and it's going to be based in the feeling of feeling successful. And then I'm comparing myself to other people all day long. So I'm never going to really feel successful because there's always going to be somebody else who is further along, somebody else who's making more money, somebody else who has a bigger title, whatever it is. So we don't set the goal in the feeling, but with emotional intelligence, this entire thing is about feeling. It's about our emotions. It's about being able to decipher between my emotions and the collective emotions. And I can do that because of intuition and emotional intelligence, because I've done the inner work to get here. Yeah. Right. If I was just starting out, I'd probably need some more external sources of evidence and measurements. Yeah, for sure. The internal validation is more important to me. Because that's what um, that's what originally set it off, right? Exactly. Okay. So let's um, let me just do like a quick recap because we have heard people talk about either social media detoxes or just unplugging in general, whether or not that is includes media as well. Mm -hmm. Um, for some people it could be all screens, Mm -hmm. like really, and truly just listening to this episode, I think it would be valuable to just take a couple of minutes today to go, is that something that I need? Could I benefit from? Mm -hmm. And if I were to try something, it doesn't have to be the whole nine yards. What, what can be flexible and still doable that isn't necessarily, you know, you don't have to give up on your commitments. You don't have to have this immense amount of willpower or whatever, right? Like you can create a plan yourself that works for you and you try it this way this one time and you try it a different way the next time and you just make it work. There's there's nobody else that can tell you what is the exact right thing for you to do because nobody else is living your life looking out through your eyes exactly and and feeling what you're feeling yeah we each have to take a look at what's working and what's not working for us individually for me the piece that's not working is the consumption yeah right it's not the screen that was a problem for me right if you've got issues with sleep then actual screens might be your issue exactly it was the consumption that was a problem for me. So it's the consumption that I put my the limitations around mm-hmm. from a place of I'm doing this because it's good for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It's good for my well-being. And we get to set our own rules. Anybody else is telling you, this is how you have to do a social media detox. It's like the same thing as saying, this is the only right way to grow your business. Those kind of rigid rules don't apply get to create the structure around what's going to work for you Mm. on changing what's not working for you. Unless you want super rigid rules. Let's not be rigid about the lack of rigid rules. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not be rigid rigid about about being rigid about not being rigid with your right. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shelly. Thanks for sharing your experience because I know it, is a little bit fresh, but, you know, I think that sometimes when we share it, you know, in the moment that collective weight of the world is happening and it's happening now. 
And so I really appreciate that because you went ahead and shared that with our listeners because they're probably feeling it too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. The listeners that like you better than they like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ones that like resonate with Shelly and feeling oh, all the feelings. <laughs> to you. Hello, right. I see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll see everybody next week. We're your hosts, Shelly DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. Thank you for listening to Unshakable Minds. To learn more about us and our work, head over to theunshakableminds.com. We'll see you next episode.